Hey guys, and welcome back to IED Sports. Week five is just concluding. We have some uh, news and notes to talk about, some injuries and some player predictions. This is not the show where we're going to review every game for next week. We're actually going to talk about what happened in week five. Steve, you wanted to start off with uh, coach firing, and that would be Jay Gruden. His time with Washington is done. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not surprised that it happened. They were talking about it as late as last week. And from what I, from some things that I've heard, they actually kept um, Jay Gruden on an extra week just so he had his chance to start Colt McCoy like he always wanted. And yeah, we saw how that turned out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, to make things um, worse, to me, this was not necessarily only the coach. He was set up for failure. Yeah. He was oh, yeah. given um, a roster that was not working. Yeah. Uh, um, I think Dan Snyder is the owner of the Redskins. Uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong. And all he wants to do is just he just wants to take control, take control, take control. And when you have too much, when you have too much control, you know you just you're not set up well. I mean, look at teams like the Steelers. Look at teams like the Giants. Look at teams like the Patriots. There's not a lot of owner interference and. Look at these teams. They yeah, always and they're do doing well. very well. And it makes you wonder how short of a leash um, there is in Dallas right now. Because mm-hmm. you, know, you think of Jerry Jones, he's one of those owners that uh, seems to have a, a shorter fuse than most. And uh, it, it makes you wonder, really. Well, I, I can't I, I can't be true. I, I, I have to go look. But I think I heard that they said that Jason Garrett has been head coach of the Cowboys for 10 years now. Yes. Um, not only is, wow. I mean, that time frame seems right to me. I would have to double check it, but I think they, they were actually saying that Jerry Jones said that the a coaching change mid season is out of the question, which just kind of mm-hmm. like, you got to scratch your head at that. Um, for sure. How many playoff wins do they have in that time? Um, one, the one against the lions. Um, the one with Tony Romo. Yeah. So, yeah. so not, uh, not looking good there for, for the money they spend and for the tools they have. But we, we need to move on, and let, let's start on, off on a good note this week. There were kind of two career games for two uh, wide receivers who decided to ball out. Oh, That'd be yeah. Will Fuller um, of the Houston Texans and DJ Shark from the Jaguars. Now, Will Fuller, you got to scratch your head. He had 14 catches for 217 yards and three touchdowns. I said this team was going to light it up on offense, and you would think that means Hopkins, uh, the great nuke, would go off. Uh, no, no, it's Will Fuller. I, I don't understand how that happens. Um, he has 28 <laughs> catches all season, 14 were in this game. 409 yards this season, 217 were in this. Three touchdowns this season, all three were in this game. Will Fuller yeah. is that ultimate boomer bust pick, is he not? A. He is. You want to. You want to hear something crazy? I think I heard this on the Fantasy Footballers um, podcast. The um, Will Fuller was before this week was wide receiver number sixty-six. You want to know what his spot is now after this wide week? Wide receiver. I mean, he's got to be top ten. Wide receiver eight. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it makes sense. One that's game. what happens. But you know, you know who reminds me of that? Like, um, that's like an Amari Cooper stat right there. That's how Amari Cooper gets drafted in the second and third round and fools everyone every year. Um, Amari Cooper's had a good season, so we so we got to find somebody else. They also said it was the, the best game in 15 years at the position, so that's yeah, just how wow. historic that was. Now, DJ Shark did not have quite as good of a game, but he had eight catches for 164 yards, two touchdowns. That means he has 27 catches for 485 and five this season. Where does that put him in the top ten? Man, I don't have the stats, I, but if if Will I, Fuller I is know. if Will Fuller's eight, 
That's got to put him. Let, let me let me let me look on sleeper. That's got to put him at six. Is. Six or five. Now, for me, there's some risk because Minshew is not going to be there forever. Um, it looks like Will Fuller. Uh, looks like Foles is targeting like a week eleven, week twelve comeback um, somehow. And if that does happen, I do want to note that that does not mean all is lost because Foles broke his clavicle on a touchdown pass to Chark. So mm-hmm. I, I think he's in the plans no matter what. I think he's the real deal. I watch him play, and this guy is a budding star. Yeah, and he's number five right now. He's number five. That that makes sense. That's where he should be. And, man, that was your waiver wire pickup. You know, you say every year, last year was Philip Lindsay. This year was DJ Chark, and I have him, I think, in, in mm-hmm. three out of my six main leagues. And you know where he was last week? Um, On your bench? On my bench. Oh, I think boy. from now on, DJ Chark is an every week starter. And, and and I think I've asked this question before, but I've got to ask it again. Is Nick Foles the starter when um when he's healthy? Without a doubt, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Minshew's what two and two? Min, yeah. Okay, so he's not winning games. He's not. You know, there's 22 million a year invested. It's 88 million over four years, and um he is targeting a week 12 return. I'd have to think if this team is 500, it's not like a Dak Prescott thing where um you know the team was undefeated. He yeah, has but, the stats, he's playing well, but the, the team result is not coming. Okay, so quality, look at the quality of their competition, and you tell me one bad game Minshew has had. Even against the Chiefs week one where he was thrust into a really tough situation, he played well. He completed his first 20 passes. Like, you know. Yeah, that that's fair, but the, I just see Minshew's like a little better than league average. I don't know. He's a little well, better than me. You know who he's definitely better yeah. than, though? He's mm. definitely better, better than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's true. Put right up a now. sticker on Monday Night Football. Um, Browns lose to 49ers by a score of 31-3. to Baker only records 100 yards and two interceptions. He got negative or zero points in almost every format. And he was yeah. getting sacked, so if you get points off for sacks, even worse. Through five weeks this year, he's a stat line of 161 attempts, 90 completions. 1,247 yards, four touchdowns, eight interceptions. The storyline was that OBJ was going to be, you know, an all-star and that the upgrade quarterback was going to carry him. Eli Manning threw five games last year, had 134 completions, 40 more. Mm -hmm. 1,381 yards, 106 Mm -hmm. touchdowns, two more, three interceptions, five left. That's how bad it is right now for the Browns and for Baker Mayfield. Um, To me, he's also just not a guy who's very likable. It's great when you're talking trash and winning, but when you're taking talking trash and losing, uh, it just you, you come off kind of bad guy. I, I mean, I mean, we've seen this before where people have had sophomore slumps. So I mean, I'm not. I mean, yes, you're uh, not. The, but I will. The, the, the brown, the Browns, the Browns were the off-season darlings. How many times have the Browns been the off-season darlings? Last year. But, what, but last year. It, yeah, it, but yeah, several times the Browns have been. The off-season darlings, but I, I've my what was? Do you remember what I said? What was the main concern for the Browns this, um, this year? I said it. I think ba- I said Baker it back Mayfield. In, no, I said the, I said the coaching staff because because there were there were trouble. There were conversations coming out of Browns camp camp all the way back in OTAs. There was yes. that Freddie Kitch- that Freddie Kitchens was having trouble installing his offense. You yeah, know that may be true. Um. And I mean, we're going to see that more moving forward. Now uh, mm-hmm. we do have to move on. Talk about a little negatives. Some some injuries going around. First game of the season, 
and we're gonna talk about that more in a little bit gonna be Giants against New England Patriots a great rivalry from those uh Super Bowl titles Giants will be without Saquon Barkley Saquon Barkley's backup Wayne Gallman without Evan Ingram without Sterling Shepard I'm all on the injury report last week they were missing three of their four starting linebackers um we'll, we'll check on those as game time comes up but this game just looks bad bet on Patriots bet the under you can throw your mortgage on it Giants are going to lose on Thursday injuries <laughs> injuries injuries you have anything yeah. to add there I mean, if if the Giants somehow pull off the upset, they won't. Vegas would Vegas would go broke. <laughs> they won't. They won't. Um, over under. I think it, I don't know what the over under is. It's actually pretty low, but the uh, sixteen and a half point spread right now. So we're gonna go over that a little bit in our next episode. Ah, yeah. Let's go to your favorite team now, Pittsburgh. They mm-hmm. lost Mason Rudolph. Um, he had his head taken off and he was knocked unconscious on the play. Um, they're gonna turn to. A backup quarterback, Devlin Hodges. No, from... third string, third string quarterback. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Third string quarterback, Mace Devlin Hodges from Samford College. And I do want to uh, correct everyone. It is not from Stanford. He's in the, he did not go to Stanford. He went to Samford College. Do you know what other notable NFL star went to Samford College? Uh, this sounds. Like, I don't no. either. I don't either. I don't know. I've never heard of it before. no, no, because no, for some no reason one. I. Because for some reason I was for some reason Aaron Rodgers popped no. in my mind, but he nope. but he went to some he went to some other small school. So, so did Eli, man. I I think he's out of the question. Um, <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit about that more. Um, other news and notes from around the league. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on? I mean, you know, Hodges didn't do a bad job. He the game didn't look too fast for him. Um, his arm is not as strong as Mason Rudolph's. Um. You know, just looking at that ball that was picked off, that was called back. Um, he did. He clearly didn't have enough mustard to put on that pass. But um, you know, I mean, he moved the ball. You know, and Juju, Juju, if that ball wasn't punched out, you know, what could have been? What right? could have been? What could have yeah. been? Now, um, other interesting things. This is like a, of less consequence, but something that we did want to point out: uh, Patriots wave tight end Ben Watson. Watson was hurt. He was about bye. to come back, and they just said bye. Do you care? Do you care? Good. Um, however, happens to stir Gronk rumors. Pats only have Matt Lacoste, a Giants longtime tight end, and Ryan Izzo. Gronk will be in the booth for the Thursday night game. Um, of course, the rumors are going to fly. He looks like a shell of a man. He looks like he's my weight. Yeah, and also he is, I think he's permanently part of Fox now as an analyst. Well, that doesn't. So, I mean, so is David Witten. It's just Jason uh, Witten. Yeah. Are are you I, are you bored by this? I'm bored by this. I don't really. I mean, Ryan Izzo looks like an interesting start only because he's younger, and you know, Brady Matt, loves Matt Lacoste couldn't catch a cold, so. Yeah. So you know, Ryan Izzo. I I I for Dynasty, I take a flyer on him. See what happens. Okay, that could be very interesting. Herndon, he's back. Um, back from suspension from the Jets. He is uh, eligible to play this week, but Adam Gay says he still needs to evaluate him before he is activated because apparently all summer long training camp and practices aren't enough. Are you starting Herndon this week if he's active? No. No? No. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I've, I've, I always play a wait and see. Um, I Like, if if I was to have Herndon on my bench, which I don't, um, then then I'd put him on my bench. I'd keep him on my bench, see what he does. 
and then I'd start him the following week if he shows any potential. I have him starting in one league. Ugh. And it's in one league because I had uh, no tight end. No, yeah, no that, tight end. I didn't have any tight end. I had uh, my dynasty. I had Knox. <laughs> I had Knox on Buffalo, and I believe Buffalo's bye. on a bye week this this week. Yes, they are. And he didn't do anything last week anyway. He got two points, so I dropped him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who can I find? And this was a skankly. You look up and down. There's nothing <laughs> out there. But Herndon was there, and mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'm going to stash and see anyway. Well, I, that's I'm, a different I situation. need to replace two points that I lost with uh, Knox being out. I mean, Knox looked like he was the guy in Buffalo for two weeks straight, and then he, he just disappears. So I took a flyer. I wanted him on my bench anyway. I didn't really have the spot. Mm-hmm. And there you go. He's starting for me in only one league. Now, of course, if he's not activated, he won't be starting on my team. But right now, that is the plan. Even if I get four or five points better than a zero, um, my, my team is stacked this league otherwise so not a big deal um i think i can make up the points don't be risky mm-hmm. like that if, if you're depending on it um there are tight ends out there on the waiver wire um and they're all just as bad as whoever you just dropped yeah well um the the two rams tight ends higsby higby and everett they're they're actually getting into the mix a little bit they are and uh, i th- who do you think's the guy to own there i think it's Everett. i i see i'm going the other one uh, other end i think it's higby Okay, well, we'll have to pull up their stats and uh, do a little talk for, for next week's show. Um, yes, yeah. Uh, let, let's see what happens after this week because they, they have a very good matchup against the 49ers. And tight end is just dead out there, so you got, you got to do what you got to do. Um, any three mm-hmm. of those guys are worth plug-and plays. For the record, I don't think Herndon should be on waivers in any league. I think he was showing enough that he should be a starter. And just because of how dry the tight end pool is, I said early this is going to be the return of the year at tight end. And I have to say I'm kind of right. Although there's no one really, really standing out, you have Kelsey doing his thing, you have Ertz doing his thing, you have Darren Waller playing very well. You have these guys who've come up and and taken the next step. So uh, tight end isn't as bad as it's been, but I think of of tight end as like a running back three. I mean, unless you're an OJ Howard person owner right now, because I, I OJ be. Howard. If you're an OJ yeah. Howard owner, you were not listening to ID Sports. <laughs> we don't need those people. We don't need that kind of negativity in our life, Steve. No, no, because like OJ Howard, like he's done nothing. Real, real bad. Okay, that's all we got for this week. Um, we're gonna go and uh, record our live prediction show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Of course, um, let us know what you think about our new setup here. Um, you could drop a comment down below. Find us at idsports.com. You could subscribe there, guys. Hit the like button and let us know. Uh, drop some comments down below. We we reply to everything you guys send. Um, whether it's it's on on the group channel or just individually um so we hope to hear from you have a great week guys this is ied sport